Hey guys, it's Alex Thompson, aka Rusty, and we are back from our hiatus with a new episode of Four Guys in a Comic. We will call this Volume 3, or Season 3, or whatever. I know it has been a while since you've last heard from us, but we are back. Matt and I will be bringing you classic 4G interviews and discussions about the random world of fandom and geek culture. And don't worry, comics are still often on our minds. Also, we will be changing our release days from Sundays to Wednesdays, so you can enjoy some great discussions and interviews while enjoying the best comic day of the week. This will help us stay more up to date with you guys as well. Alright everyone, well enough small talk, let's go fry the big fish. But I want to apologize beforehand for some of the rough audio as our guest was joining us all the way from Tokyo, Japan. Please give a big welcome back to the writer of Raygun, Gregory Schoen. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode and uh, sort of a rebranding of 4G Comics, uh, yeah, formerly known as Four Guys in a Comic. Me and Alex decided that we're going to we're gonna do things a little bit differently, uh, but interviews are still going to be a very important part of this podcast. So that being said, today's interview is none other than Gregory Schoen, writer of Raygun, uh, who you guys may remember was on the podcast a little over a year ago and uh he's got some exciting news so we're going to talk about all that exciting stuff involving ray gun and where we're going with that so gregory welcome to the show thank you thank you very much it's good to be back yeah man excited for you a lot a lot's changed since the last time we talked a lot has changed um yeah it's been a it's been a, a crazy long trip um to get uh where we're at now with Raygun um and it's yeah I'm just so happy you know um I'm very very happy yeah so give us kind of a run cuz last time we talked to you uh you were the issues were, I think were slowly coming out through um Alterna Comics Alterna at the time. Comics yep um and at the time the comic was black and white and apparently that has changed as well mhm it's, it's now been colorized. Yep. Um, so kind of give us a rundown of what's all happened in the last, because a lot has changed. <laughs> okay, so the the last time I talked to you, I was living in Vancouver, Canada, and now I'm uh, in Tokyo, Japan. Uh, the last time I talked to you, I had, I think, one kid, <laughs> and yeah. now, now I have yeah. two. Um, and, yeah, um, just a quick rundown about how we got to where we are uh uh conceptually ray gun I, but i just went on a nikola tesla rampage where i was very interested uh, i found out that tesla had made a lot of statements um near the end of his life and one of them was that he had developed a death ray that could take down entire fleets of bombers and it was going to change the so i thought wow what type of person would you not want to have that? Because that's a story. And I thought, you know, a little boy. And that was the genesis of the story. That was eight years ago. So I was living in Vancouver with my wife at the time. And I originally tried to write Ray Gun as a movie. And I got about halfway through the script. And I thought to myself, this is, <laughs> this is a lot of work. It's a great story. This is never going to get made into a movie. Like, this is a... $100 million movie. 
you know, it's, it's, it's nice to make those things, but I ended up reconnecting with a good friend of mine named Igor. And you might remember Igor Corday. He was the artist, uh, I think in the early two thousands on Grant Morrison's X-Men run. He did soldier X, um, a lot of fill in issues for Marvel. And, uh, I was really lucky, um, over a decade ago to meet him in my hometown, uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Um, he was living there at the time. And just when I started writing comics, um, I, I I left a note. <laughs> I I found out that he was uh, a patron at the same car, and I actually left a note in his sub box saying, "Hey man, can I interview you for a uh, comic book website that used to be around called Silver Bullet Comic Books?" So I interviewed him. We buddied up, and um, I was kind of brave enough to say, like a total ignorant, you know guy like hey i i want to write comics will you read my comic scripts and here's this total season pro who's drawing the x-men at the time but i guess he took pity on me because he said yes and i you know he was really nice really um which is exactly when you start getting rejected in this business which becomes that's the norm is you get rejected but uh, he crushed everything and showed me, this is what you need to do to write a comic script. This is, this is how you have to write a script. So I couldn't have had a better start. Anyway, I reconnected with him when we moved to Tokyo, and he said, are you working on anything? And, no, I don't have anything. And he said, well, do you have any ideas? And I did. I had Reagan. So he said, why don't you write it? And I thought, yeah, why don't I write it? So I, I put a lot of work into it. In fact, writing the scripts took, you know, a long time because there was a lot of research I had done, if you remember, a prior about Tesla. And I wanted Raygun to be uh, hyper-authentic in the fact that everything in the story, um, all the government organizations, all the quotes from Tesla the technology, I wanted it to be all real so that the one thing in the story that isn't real is that impressive, which is the record. It took a long time, worked on it, ended up submitting it around, and it got picked up by Alterna. Um, so Alterna published the first four issues digitally, but I knew by issue three that... Alterna probably wasn't going to be the right home for the comic. And there was a few reasons, but the number one reason was it was digital. In my mind, a comic book is something you pick up, you flip pages, and if the artwork is fantastic, which I truly believe Alonzo Molina, the artist of Reagan, did amazing work. You know, there's full-page spreads. Um, that reveal is what I wrote for. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. when you turn page, I wanted it to hit a certain way. And I personally feel with digital comics, you don't get that. There's something missing, man. So um, we ended the relationship, um, Alterna and uh, myself. And it took a year and a half with no publisher um, just to complete it. Um, you know, I did pay top dollar for Raygun, and, and it is something that I, I, like we talked about before, I do believe artists should be paid 
Um, I think if you know if somebody's doing good work, you should pay them top dollar. For sure. Um, and and we got we got the series completed. After I ended the deal with Alterna and I had the four issues of Raygun set, it was just from happenstance that somebody that I was working with at the time, I was a career counselor at the Art Institute of Vancouver when we moved back to Vancouver. Uh, she said, you know, I know a guy who's an animator. He has an animation studio, but I think he does comic books too. Would you be interested in speaking to him? And his name is Sean Patrick O'Reilly, who's the CEO of Arcana Studios. Now, Arcana, in the late 90s all the way through the 2000s, was a comic publisher who has slowly and kind of, you know, in a very good way, developed into an animation house. And, uh, you know, they do Howard Lovecraft. They have a few other animated features with big top-name Hollywood talent. And I met Sean... I had sent him the four issues of Reagan, and I said, what do you think? And he said, we love it. We want to do it. Finish it. Give me a product that I can shop around to studios so it's an intellectual property that we can sell and we can make an animated feature or a, a, you know animated series or a live-action movie. But he said, until it's done, we have no, we have, you have no product. And he was right. You know, uh, if you remember, Reagan, when we ended uh, on issue four, Matthew was just escaping from the government. And, you know, it's it's I felt it was the perfect time to end the series and put it on hiatus because that's the last thing people saw was where is he going? What's going to happen? You know, he's got this gun. He's flying off somewhere. Um, my wife was very supportive and. You know, we moved back to Japan and we kept on paying the money to have the comic done um, with no real guarantee. Um, and Sean, you know, a year and a half later, uh, lived up to his word. And when six issues of Raygun were submitted, he said, yeah, we're done. Here's the contract. And, um, you know, that was that was, you know, just a few months ago. Um, in the summer, I visited him at the studio and talked to him, and he said, these two guys uh, that you're going to be talking to are going to be heading up to the promo, and uh, they messaged me a little while ago and said, uh, we're going to solicit in December for February release. Man, it's so awesome. It's in Previews Magazine right now, and you know anybody who wants to make a comic who's listening to this, uh, there's a lot of uh, bullshit that happens um when you're trying to produce something and you have if you have a story a lot of people are gonna not fulfill on promises and that could be you know co-creators that could be publishers that could be somebody saying that they want to help you or promote you um nobody nobody is indebted to you to get your work out there so when something actually happens it's a real surprise and even though the guy said to me, in December, it's going to be solicited, and it'll be out in February, in Tokyo, there's one comic called Comics, and it's in Akihabara. You guys, trust me, you guys would love Akihabara. 
And I went there and got the December pre, and I couldn't open it. I, 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 I'd been so used to just stuff falling through. Do you understand? I couldn't oh, open yeah. it. Yeah. So I put it in my bag, and I went back to my office. And the whole day, it's sitting in my bag. And I'm thinking, is it, is it, did I, did I finally do this? It, you know, cause for me, you know, I'm an old school comic guy, previous magazines, like my, you know, monthly Bible, right? What's happening? What's, you know, I love looking at the books in there and, you know, I wonder what that's about. I wonder what that's about. And, you know, I go cover to cover on that thing. And so I brought it home and my wife and I sat, boom, there it was. And it was just absolute the first time in eight years working on this thing all of the all of the hoping and all of the believing in the story and it everything came together man it was it was the first time i really felt like i i made a comic i'm a comic creator i wrote a comic do you know what i mean it's so weird like the art's been there i have it on my computer I can read it any time, but it's being sold in previews. That magazine is in every comic shop in the world right now that's going to sell English language comics. And there's a potential for people to see the cover and say, that looks interesting, just like I did for years. You know, I don't know, man. That's it's no, that's, that's where we are now. And I'm really happy. That's really, really, really awesome. Um, I know that, uh, I think you sent us a link for the previews and I remember clicking on it and sure enough, like there it is in the, uh, you know, the full colored cover and whatnot. Um, and one of the things that I'm super excited about is that it's, it's coming out in color. Um, I know we had said before previously when, when I initially read it, I, I don't know. It's I sound very shallow when I say this, but I'm not very much into black and white comics. I don't know why. I think the color just helps bring them to life a little bit. And uh, so when you initially showed us your comic in the very, very beginning, I was like, man, it's black and white. I was like, well, we got an interview. I got to read it. So here we go. And I read it and I was completely blown away. I was like, holy shit, this is a great comic. Um, and I know Michael felt the exact same way when he read it. He was like, this is incredible. Like, he also was a huge, huge, huge fan of the comic. And we had been like we flew through those four issues, and we're like, all right, where's where's the ending? Like, where are we going from here? And so I'm excited to finally get to read these next two issues because uh, it's been over a year now, you know. So I I definitely very excited about that, and the fact that it's now in color, like that's incredible to me because it makes me want to read it even more because you know it helps kind of bring it to life. Um, do you know like who did the coloring on it, or did they? Did you hire someone? Did Arcana no, hire it- someone? It, it it would be probably done at, at in Arcana. Okay. Um, they have a full team of animators, VFX artists. You know, I'm pretty sure that they they've done it. Yeah. So have you had a chance to to see it yet? Like in all of its, uh, its no. new glory. So you haven't even got to no. see it yet. Oh, there's gonna be a no, great surprise coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, yeah. I'm stoked. I have it on my computer. Um, but not their version. So I uh, I don't know what they've edited. They've they've used pretty much everything that I've seen so far that we've sent them. Um, you know, we had to use the old logo and any any alterations that were done by the former publisher. We had to mm-hmm. just go back to the originals. So that's what they're using. But um, hey, man, I'm 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 stoked to have that sucker in my hands. 
and just to, you know, give it to my kid and be there you go. And they're releasing it, like, all six issues at once in, like, trade paperback form, right? Yeah, 138 pages. So they're they're releasing everything and uh, also probably... The all the covers, um, and well, they have to because it's 132. Um, so there's an extra six pages. So yeah, they're probably releasing the whole book plus all the covers. So Alonzo then did the the artwork on the final two issues as well, correct? Yep. Yeah, he did the work for the entire series, including the covers. Um, but we had a guest colorist for I think it was issue four, uh, Pedro Carvajal. Igor had actually uh, recommended an artist that I work with uh, from Serbia. And so she started to try to do the first page, um, but she was doing really traditional heavy pen. And because she did one whole page and just, there's no way I'm going to be able to finish this. Um, so after that, I went on the hunt for an artist. And I think I found him on DeviantArt. I think I, I I found him through some some weird connection, and I I just contacted him and said, uh, "Yeah, I got a thing. Do you want to do you want to work on it?" Um, and he said, "Well, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> and so I I told him the story, and he said, "It sounds good." And then yeah, you just run from there. Um, you know, I saw his samples and. Uh, I knew for sure that it was going to work when I sent him the basic uh, character descriptions for Matthew, his mother Karen, uh, his father David, and Pip and Squeak, uh, David's robots. And uh, two days later, he sent me back some sample sketches, and that was the first time um, I ever physically saw Matthew. But it was Matthew. It, it was really cool. It was like, yeah, that's, that's exactly, exactly <laughs> what was in my mind. And so when you have that kind of, uh, you, you know, as a writer, as a creator, you got to jump on it. You got to say, okay, that's it. Let's go. Yeah. That's awesome. So have you had a chance to talk to Alonzo and them yet about, you know, this coming out and trade paperback form in February? Like, are they aware it's in oh, previews? Yeah. Are, are oh, they just yeah. as, are They're they just stoked. as stoked? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, he's 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 super stoked. Uh, he lives in Peru, so oh, wow. uh, yeah, he's 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 on to me about getting Arcana to send him a <laughs> send him a copy. So yeah, we'll oh, have to do that. Awesome. Yeah, that is awesome, man. Mm-hmm. I'm super. I am like beyond freaking stoked to see this. Um, I'm definitely gonna have to. <laughs> Uh, get my local shop to order uh, a couple copies, and I'm I'm definitely snagging one because I'm I'm very excited. And I know if I remember correctly, like I said, it's been a little over a year, but if I remember correctly, uh, we had asked you before, like, where do you see this book going in the future? Um, and I think you had said, if I remember right, that you had it in your mind that if it was successful, you had it going all the way up through his adult Matthew's adult years. Yeah. You kind of had sort of like a, you're like, it could end here, or I could keep it going throughout here. Like, I have little stories yeah. in mind. So, are there are you, are you still waiting to see how this one plays out with the public, or are you already working on, like, a volume two? Uh, yeah, I'm not working on volume two now, but I have uh, until issue 24 plotted. Oh, wow. Awesome. So, okay. Yeah, so it would be... 
you know, ideally it would be four volumes and it would go from age 10, I think it was to age 24. So, um, yeah, I've kind of, it would, <laughs> it's going to be interesting because I get to hopefully in the future play with Matthew as a teenager and then Matthew as a young adult, um, showing where he's come from. And you know, the situations that we all live with as children really affect what happens later in your life. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I think it's only after you 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 either have children yourself, or you know, just mature a bit and grow up, and then you realize, oh man, that you know, this is where the influence comes, and this is why I have this bad habit, good habit. Um, so. You know, people who read this story are probably going to realize, you know, Matthew maybe did have a hard time. And that was something that was, you know, I mean, there's a lot of trauma that happens to a 10-year-old who finds Nikola Tesla's death ray, who comes from basically a broke uh, with a mother who's a drug addict, right? And um, there there are going to be consequences for him in the future. And not only would, you know, the, the fantastic story that I have with the, you know, the technology and the ray gun um, or whatever technology is going to be used, but it, it, I also want to kind of find out what happens to Matthew and how he deals with everything because I don't think it's, it's, um, it's a linear thing, and I think it would be cool to actually write a character who grows in an arc. Um, I do think that the arc in the first six issues for the 10-year-old Matthew is great, but I would like to hopefully one day, you know, show what can happen, um, you know, in farther into the future. Um, currently, I'm working on, on a different project um, that I'm really excited about, and that's kind of where my creative juices are, are flowing right now is into this new new project. But um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. I'm, I'm, you know, we've never had a bad review. Every anybody who's ever read Reagan has been like, damn, you know, this whoa, like this is crazy. Why isn't this, why isn't this better, more known? And it, well, it's you know now we have the outlet and the medium where it can be. Um, and Arcana's plans are to shop it around um, to become a feature or an animated series. Um, so that can only prompt a volume two, right? If 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 people do have the reaction that I think they're going to have, then definitely I'll I'll be more than willing to go back to Matthew's story for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, I I definitely hope that that there are future volumes because, like I said, just the first four issues that we got to read, you know, a year or so ago, uh, was phenomenal. Um, I really really love the book. You. I love the story. Um. Honestly, when I first picked up, I was like, where is this going to go? Like, I had no, I had no, like, preconceived notions, but I was like, I don't know. Where is this going to go? You know, like, people, a lot of people send us stuff, and sometimes it's really great, and sometimes not so much. And so I'm just sort of like, well, where is this going to go? You know, but it was amazing. I loved it. I truly, truly did. And um, like I said, I'm very excited to read the final two issues, and uh, hopefully it's not another, you know, eight years before... Uh, you know, volume two comes out. Oh, so <laughs> February. Yeah, any, <laughs> anybody who wants this one uh, just has to, uh, yeah, go to their local comic shop and 
and uh, find it in previews and you know it's there for you yeah and we'll definitely you know promote the hell out of it and uh you know tell people we know to check it out and stuff as well um that's awesome Thank hopefully you so hopefully much. people take a chance on it because it's it's a lot of fun i i enjoy it immensely it's one of yeah. those moments uh, where we can be like hey Go check out our buddy's comic book. You see that guy? I talked to him. I yeah, know him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that would that would be that would be awesome. Um yeah, comics are getting better in general, I feel. Um I think when we spoke a couple of years ago, it was like not a really good time. It it was I think we kinda had a negative <laughs> negative vibe going on there about what was happening. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, lately I've been kind of dipping back in, and um, I was mostly just getting independent stuff and graphic novels, and you know, checking out some other stuff. Um, but lately I've been hitting up uh, Dan Slott's new Fantastic Four series. Have you read that? Yet? Yeah, I'm I've read up on the it. first. I've read the first couple issues. I'm uh, I'm a big FF fan, but I'm. Uh, I don't know. I, I did this like weird hiatus thing where I've been going back and reading all old comics. Um, yeah, I did that like too. Yeah, not like this like old old, but like older, like not new releases. Like I'm going back right now, and I'm I started at the beginning, and I'm reading all of the DC Crisis events. So I read like Crisis on Infinite Earths, okay. Identity Crisis, Infinite Crisis, Fifty Two, and now I'm reading Final <laughs> Crisis. Um, and I just yeah. I have a blast doing that. So I, that's where a lot of my readings and like Ultimate Spider Man. I've been reading a lot of like old Ultimate Spider Man from like two thousand two. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I am. But I did read a little bit of FF. Um, it was interesting. We'll see where it goes. I'm a little biased, so we'll see where it goes. I like Slot a lot, but we'll see where it goes. Three, four, that's three. One and two is kind of like this needlessly slow build i would say yep oh, okay and then three I think four that's... is like yeah this is okay because i think one and two is all i've gotten through <laughs> yeah no it, yeah i i just got issue four actually and then i went back um because i was like ah okay i'll try and um i was really pleased with it the artwork is fantastic all the characters are like pitch perfect there's actual personalities going through and all the family dynamic, I guess I can appreciate a lot more these days. And yeah, it's, it's yeah, totally rad. And Crisis on Infinite Earths, I got the um, the deluxe hardcover yep, version yep. of that. I think it's like with, the 25th anniversary or something. Yes, anniversary. with yeah. the Alex Ross slipcover. Yep. Um, and I've reread that thing two or three times in the last year. Just front to back on it. Um, and just loving it so much and just thinking like that this was i remember getting that i drove because marvel superhero secret wars was the first series i ever collected like from start to finish and that was the first series i realized uh comics came out every month it was stupid i always had comics but and so i was that annoying kid that came back i didn't realize the schedule so i would go like almost every week and say, where's this comic? Yeah. And of course, the people at 7-Eleven didn't know what the hell was coming. They'd be like, I don't like it. And then I, <laughs> and then I, I got all 12. And then the next summer is when Crisis started, I think. And uh, I did the same thing. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, those two series are fantastic. I guess this is the big question then. Do you still have your original 12 Secret Wars comics? 
No, man. I wish I did. Oh, bummer. I don't. Yeah, I know. I have the the trade paperback. Um, that works. And I've actually read through it with my son. And and it's so funny. He's eight years old now, and uh, his favorite comic is the Super Sons. Um, That's a great comic. That is a great. The Omnibus is actually coming out. Um, uh, is, is it this summer? I don't remember when, but this the Omnibus is going to be dropping soon, and I'm super stoked about it because I'm a big. Well, as you can see, I'm a hardcover yeah. Omnibus collector, um, so I'm super excited because Super Sons is such a fun book. It is great, isn't it? And it's, oh, it's, it's fantastic. You know, it's good when when a seven year old can pick it up. And just be on it. Oh, who's this? You know, Robin's a jerk. Superboy's, you know, this nice kid. He, they just get it, right? Mm-hmm. And there's enough humor in it, and the art is so fantastic. Um, Damien and John are just pitch-perfect characters. I loved I never liked Damien, but in that book, I love how oh, he is. He's yes. just such a jerk. Oh, He's always calling Superboy a baby. Like, you know, you have to go home at nine. You're a baby. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, you know, he Superboy could just crush his head. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just, yeah, they, they they do that really, really well. <laughs> yeah, it's a great book. Have you checked out, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of, like, new releases, one of the only new releases that I've read lately is uh, Grant Morrison and Liam Sharp's Green Lantern. Have you read issue one on that yet? I missed it because, like I said, uh, I, you know, I live in Tokyo and there's only the one comic book store, Blister, and I missed it. But I'm I am going to get the number two. So, yeah, I, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. It's it's great, man. We've had Liam Sharp on the show before, and his art is phenomenal. And he is one of the nicest guys you'll ever talk to. He's just like this big giant teddy bear yeah. guy. Um, but yeah, uh, it's yeah. A issue. I mean, it's only one issue so far, but it's Grant Morrison epic. So I mean, we'll uh, we'll I'll see where it, it goes. Out. Yeah, but... I'm gonna try. Grant yeah, that's a Morrison. fun one. He took a break from DC for a while, didn't he? Yeah, I think he took a break from comics in general for a while. But yeah, well, he was doing the comics for that Indian publisher. I'm not familiar Wasn't with that he? one. Yeah, it was like all based of, upon like Indian Indian mythology or something, oh, and like I'm... he was doing that for like a year or so. And then Mike would know better was... on that one. Mike's the huge Grant Morrison fanatic. He, yeah, Mike Mike knows everything Morrison does. Yeah, I love that guy. He's amazing. And Warren Ellis too. I guess he's he's just doing Wildstorm now. Yeah, I yeah. actually heard. Uh, was it? I don't remember. I know that they're re, re, uh, they're releasing Authority in omnibus form. Um, they had the two absolutes, and now they're going to be releasing Authority. So that's some news that's coming from the world of Warren Ellis in that regard for those hardcover collectors. Um, yeah. But yeah, he was doing the Wildstorm stuff. I don't know. Like I said, I'm so far behind on new stuff because I've only been <laughs> reading old stuff. I don't know why. I'm just... <laughs> I was boycotting comics for a while. I really didn't like the way uh, Marvel was headed. Like, a lot of the, I don't know, just, I wasn't a fan of a lot of their books. But they do have some fun ones now, like Immortal Hulk. I'm not fully caught up, but that one's a lot of fun. I love Immortal Hulk. Uh, What else do they have going on right now that I really like? I can't remember now. You said you have a I tried Uncanny X-Men. Oh, yeah, Uncanny X-Men is... 
it's all mm-hmm. right for now. For it becoming out like week to week, um, I, I, I mean, it, it's fun. I don't like some of the art in it. I feel like it's somewhat rushed. Yeah. Yeah. But are you yeah. talking about the new? Because there was a new Uncanny X Men number one reboot that just dropped in November, and it was like the number one seller of all comic books for the month of November. Yep. Is that the one you're referring to? Yep. I was actually going to ask you about that later. I think he is. Yeah. It now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're not a fan? It's all right. Um, I mean, I'm waiting to see where it's going. Like I said, it's week to week, so it kind of seems like the art isn't always there. Um, but honestly, if you want a pretty decent X-Men title right now, X-Men Red, I like a lot more than Uncanny X-Men right now. Um, but Uncanny X-Men's still good. Um, they're building up. Um, Apocalypse seems to be the big bad in this first arc, or someone that's... He seems like he's gonna be the big bad, but if you read the latest issue, or I guess it's not even the latest issue now. By the time this comes out, it'll be like maybe two weeks ago, a week ago or something like that. He's captured. And so there might be someone else. That's the big bad. He didn't capture the four apocalypse? horsemen of abundance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the way you got weird yeah. blob running around over here. I have yeah. heard some really great things. I read the first two or three issues, but I have, and I enjoyed what I read, but I have heard really, really great things about Tanishi Coates's uh, Captain America. I've heard that one is just really, really good. Um, but I like Immortal Hulk. I'm glad to hear that Fantastic Four picked up because I read the first two, and I was like, eh. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that it picked up because I was so excited for them to come back. I've been championing for them to come back for years now, so I'm I'm very happy to see that they're back and it's getting yeah. Better. There's so I guess the new power. Uh, what's his face? Um, Franklin Richards, right? Yeah. So he can alter. He can make realities. He's like you know, molecule times a thousand. He can basically yeah. do anything now. Yes. Every time he he can do anything. They, they did something smart, and now when he uses his powers, he loses them. So the power level is constantly going down. It's kind of like, like that old school spawn, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like spawn. <laughs> the the timer, right? Yeah. And um, it's really cool. There's this one really funny thing. So they poof, they flash back on Earth. Hey, we're home. And there's this this you know pointless fight going on between um, the wrecking crew and some other team that is now inhabiting the Baxter Building, right? And they go shoot. Let's get involved. And the, the uh, Franklin goes, yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, if Anila shows up, let me know. Um, <laughs> my powers are, uh, you know, this, I'm not in this. I'm going to go with Ben. I'm going to take off. And they're like, uh, okay. <laughs> That's great. So uh, someone did post, uh, post in a, in a uh, chat room that I'm in. Apparently they said it was about time and they showed the thing and Alicia getting married and finally tying yep. the knot. So I saw that, and I was like, okay, maybe there is hope for this book. Yeah, I need to go back and read, I guess, issues three and four. But And then she leaves him because he's not the thing without pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just watch. I'm just waiting think... for her to, like, regain her sight, and then it's just going to be like, oh, whoa, wait, that's <gasps> what I married? Never mind. Oh, that's so mean. That would no, be remember when she, she sculpted him in the past, like yeah. – uh, like she's done a lot of, and she nailed him like perfectly. I think it was in the, was it in the Mark Wade run that like he walked into a room and there's like 
just a thousand sculptures of the thing everywhere, like in her studio. I think it might have been the Mark Wade run that that happened, but yeah. It was what a great. twist. It turns out she's super shallow. <laughs> yeah. She's not really blind. She's been faking it for 50 years. Um, awesome, man. Well, I can tell you right now, we're super excited to see the book. I'm, I'm very stoked. Uh, is there a, a release date for February? Or did they just say for February? Uh, not too sure. Uh, I just have the news from uh, previews. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I guess maybe the first week in February. Um, All right. I'm not well, too sure. We'll be on the um, I'll definitely update you guys. Please yeah. do. Please do. Um, but, but like I said, you know, anybody uh, looking for a good adventure story, um, you know, uh, kind of a – it's funny because uh, I was talking to somebody about it, and they were really down on comics. And, um, you know, and they, they were kind of where we were a year and a half ago. And they were just pissed, you know, like, what's happening, man? There's nothing. There's nothing going around. And – um, it's funny how things change because when Ray Gun originally came out, I felt it was a good story. Do you know what I mean? I, like, it, well, I obviously do. It's, it's, it was good. People should read it. You know, it's, it's something that people would enjoy. And now I think, um, it's kind of what people might need to get really invested back into comics is to have something fresh and something that they can share you know, you know, with other people who would enjoy it. Um, because the one good thing about Reagan is it's not a traditional story in the fact that there's no capes, but it is a comic book story. Um, but it is a sci-fi adventure starring uh, a young boy. Um, and we don't have too much of that anymore. We don't, you know, we don't, we don't have that new thing that people could get engaged with and kind of relate to. So that's what I would just tell anybody if they're thinking about, you know, should I or shouldn't I is, you know, before it was something that I would recommend because people would like. And now if you're into comics or if you're looking for something new, I think it's maybe what comics needs <laughs> right now is an, an injection of something fresh and um, hopefully well done. Awesome. Yeah, man, we look forward to it. So keep us posted and we'll like I said, we'll, yeah. we'll promote it and we'll let people know. So Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, no, thank you very much. We really appreciate it and uh we'll welcome you back anytime. 